Good morning, and welcome to Trending. It's been a very tough week for Putnam County. We have seen a tragedy come through our community, but our community has great resolve, and we will be stronger from it. Our hearts and prayers go out to all those affected. We are so thankful for all the first responders, not only from our community, but from those counties around us and all over. Our medical personnel have been unbelievably amazing. We have thousands of people volunteering, and that is no surprise. I'm so thankful for our community. We are putting them strong, and you are listening to Trending, and I'm your host, Ben Rogers. Today, I do want to let our listeners know about something really wonderful going on in our community. You may have heard about it through a word of mouth or through social media. The Upperman Campus Community Council has funded a Veterans Memorial Monument on the Upperman High School campus. It is an amazing tribute to those that have served in the United States Armed Forces and have attended Upperman High School and Baxter Seminary School. Here with me today to talk about the inception of the Upperman Campus Community Council are Chairman of the Board, Eric Brown, Vice Chairman, Lynn McHenry, and Upperman High School Principal, Billy Stepp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you all for being here with me. First, I want to know, are your families okay from the events that happened this week? Yeah, we're good. Good? We're good. Yeah, everyone in my family's good. Yeah, and we've been uh, very safe, very blessed. We have. We have. Um, so I do want to start a little bit with Eric and Billy because, Land, you've been on my show before. Uh, because your position on the school board, uh, everybody knows how close we are as, as far as friends go. I don't have you on just because you're my friend. But um, you are a good friend of mine, but you have been on before. And people know a little bit about you. We'll, we'll get into some stuff you do. But I kind of want to start with Eric and Billy, if you don't mind. Sounds good. I know you're not a mic hog. Um, but thank you for everything you're doing on the school board, Lynn, and, and through this process. Eric, I'm going to start with you because you're, you're older than Billy. I'm assuming. No, it don't matter. I have no idea how old y'all are. I'm also prettier, but let's don't get into that part yet. <laughs> Billy may argue that. Um, I'll argue with that. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you've been, Eric, you've been so involved with our community over your lifetime. Uh, as far as I know, you've been here all your life. You're, you're a Baxter resident all your life. You yep. never, never moved away, went to tech. Um, you have been involved with so many things. I know you work at Tennessee Tech now, and I want to talk about that as well, and we'll kind of back up from there. But what is your position at Tennessee Tech? Right now I'm the Assistant Director for the Cybersecurity Education Research and Outreach Center. And we call it CROC because that's way too many syllables to be using at any point of the morning. Uh, but so we're a center of academic excellence in cyber defense education. So I hang out with a lot of smart people. I'm assuming your position in that department has a lot to do with maybe people uh, furthering their careers at SAIC? Well, uh, oddly enough, not as much as you would think. Okay. So the focus of our center, um, the three pieces of it, education, research, and outreach, um, a lot of our students are actually scholarship students that will ultimately be working for the federal government. So a lot of my daily duties is kind of operations-oriented, managing our Cyber Corps Scholarship for Service Scholarship and our Department of Defense Cyber Scholarship Program. So these folks hang out with us for about three years, end up with a master's degree, and then they go work for the federal government for that same amount of time. Um, That's about so, to say FBI, I'm sure. So supporting, you know, anything national infrastructure. So they go into a lot of different cyber fields and a lot of different three-letter agencies. So that's good to, for our listeners to know. Tennessee Tech is heavily involved in cybersecurity and or is furthering people's education in that we are, field. We are now well-known nationally and internationally in that space. Well, thank you for, for getting that program to where it's at. Before that, you were with the state correct? I was with the state for three and a half years at the State Department of Education. 
And then before that, you were with Tech. I was with Tech, <laughs> which may say more about Tech's hiring practices than anything. But, uh, but yeah, I spent 20 years in the computer science department, uh, spent three and a half years working for the Department of Ed, working basically with 147 school districts and their technology directors. And then in 2016, came back, hanging out at the Cyber Center, and like I said, managing kids and writing reports. I mention all this because you're heavily involved in education at all levels uh, of it, you know, and you're involved with local education in our school district because you also served on the school board. I was on the school board from 2008 to 2016. Yeah, I had to, had to think about that. It's been yeah. a little bit. But, yeah, I was on the school board for eight years. So. And you were chairman of the board, and you decided not to run. Uh, and well, you, I, I was there eight years. I, re, I already ran once. Well, so I, once, had my, I had my two terms. I, I, I'm letting people know you didn't get beat. It wasn't. You, you did not get <laughs> ousted by the voters. You decided not to run in 2016. Hence, Lynn McHenry and and where he got on the on the school board. And of course, Lynn stepped in and done a great job. You two bring different aspects to the board. Not saying one of you is better than the other, but it's just a whole different aspect of what y'all bring to the board. And and, and Putnam County has benefited from that. Mr. Step, or as I know, Billy, um, you and I have got to know each other a lot over the last few years. I consider you a friend. You're a very good man. Uh, you do so much for our community as well. Um, you're a principal at Upperman High School, and you're, I'm going to say it, you're a wonderful administrator for Upperman High School. I, I tell the school board all the time we have the best administration in Baxter. Uh, and I believe that. Our Upperman campus uh, uh, speaks volumes to that and what's going on there. You always give credit to your staff and the students. I've never heard any any words out of your mouth saying I've done this, I've done that. Makes you uh, even a better leader, and you are you are epitome of a leader. So thank you for what you do. Uh, I know you're not going to agree with me, but that's okay. Um, how long have you been principal? Not only at Upperman High School, but before. Um, I've been in Baxter, Cornerstone, and Upperman. This is my ninth year, and then before that, I was an AP. At Avery Trace under Dr. Nash, and then before that, I was at AP at Cookville High School under Wayne Shanks. So you've been in education for how long? Uh, this is my twenty-third year. Twenty-third year. I, I'm getting to something for those listening. The people in here involved in education highly. Uh, of course, Lynn doesn't is not an administrator or a teacher, but he's on the school board, and he's got children in the school system, and that's why this council is so important. I've got three people here that care about education and care about our community. Um, you're also in the Army National Guard? Yes, I'm a chief warrant officer with the Guard. And how long have you been there? Uh, 19 years this month. Thank you for what you do there. Um, I know you're very involved with, with music as well. Yes, uh, that's you, my music outlet. I run, I'm the commander of the Army Band in Nashville. And so I've heard y'all play amazing. Y'all played at actually the Depot um, at for the Fall Fun Festival, what, last year maybe or two years ago? It was a couple years ago. Yeah. We're, we traveled the state of Tennessee and anywhere else we're requested as part of the adjutant general, uh, general's community support program. Okay. And you have a daughter in the system? Yeah, she's a senior. So she's 18 and about to move on. Eric, you have children as well. So all three of y'all have children in the system, uh, Putnam County system. And um, appreciate everything y'all do. Appreciate what y'all have done. Lynn, I hadn't ignored you on purpose. Um I appreciate, all right. <laughs> I appreciate your service to the school board. You're actually up for uh, election this year. Did you turn your, your papers in I'm, yet? I'm working on my papers. Okay. Yes. All right. So we, we have him committed to, to at least running again. We don't know if anybody's going to run against you. Um, 
your involvement as again again is on the school board. You've been there. This is your first term, looking for another term, and that's kind of how you got pulled into this council as well. Uh, and you're also part of the community. You always have been. It took a while um, for us to convince you to to run, and even we didn't want you out, Eric. But at the same time, it took Eric and I a little bit of convincing. I think I threatened him. I don't Actually, I thought I was running against Eric. That was the only reason I ran. <laughs> oh, is no, that, what just, was that? Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm I, easily defeated, so <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I, it was a privilege, uh, has been a privilege to serve, and I really appreciate Eric uh, encouraging me, and me and you encouraged me so much, uh, and uh, to to you know go after this uh, school board position, and I've learned so much and. Over the next, uh, of course, I've been, been there for three and a half years, and over the, hopefully, the next uh, term, I'll be able to do a whole lot more because I've learned so much. And Eric told me that on, early on, that it takes a while to get a grasp of how it all all works. But all that uh, is, all that you learn about the education gives you a great insight into what the schools do need and what the campuses need. Mm-hmm. And it was once you see uh, what some of the things that that can be done on campus, it, it leads you to say, "Man, this is a great opportunity with this council sure. uh, to be able to help the schools and the community." And I think uh, one of the first steps that we've done, we're going to talk about, I'm sure, is uh, is is uh, you know we've got we've got some things moving forward, and it's going to be great uh, for the community to see. Well, and another thing I want to mention before we get into the council, all three of you have fundraising experience, Eric. One of the biggest things you do fundraising for is, is cancer research, uh, and you are involved with uh, what a marathon or a half marathon. Did you not? Did you? What, what have you done? I know you've done a lot of fundraisers. What have you done for cancer? Research? Well, I'm, I know I'm, you didn't run any marathons. <laughs> you can look at me and tell me I didn't run anywhere. I might have rolled down the hills. Sorry, um, I had to throw that in there. Relay no, for life. You're, so, is, you, you, well, yeah, and I haven't done anything recently with Cancer Society, but I did Relay for Life for several years, uh, um, working with American Cancer Society, and, and you know that because my first wife, Julie Brown, was a uh, um, cancer warrior for mm-hmm. about three and a half years so we stayed involved in that for several years and uh, so involved in it with that aspect of it definitely yes so this council and fundraising is nothing new to you that's another reason why you're raise so, a little bit of money right so that's another reason why you're so important to this cap and, and billy you you over you try to oversee all the booster clubs and stuff going on at the school level so and you've done fundraising before when you were involved with uh uh, being band director, I think in Murfreesboro, you and I talk. So you're no stranger to fundraising and land as much as you do for your church and community. We've got three good people in education, three good people that know how to raise money and get back. When we return the next segment, we will talk about the Upperman Campus Community Council, and you'll get to hear more from my guest, Eric Brown, Billy Stepp, and Lemon Henry. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, your host, and my guests today are Eric Brown, Upperman High School Principal Billy Stepp, and school board member Lynn McHenry. We are talking about the Upperman Campus Community Council. We've uh, got a little background on all of them. Before I continue on, I've failed to mention everything that's happened this week with the tornadoes and devastation. Uh, Mr. Stepp, our Upperman campus and students and teachers have been heavily involved with volunteering and, and, and being active. Tell me right quick if you don't care what all they're doing this week. Absolutely. It's in addition to all the great community support. It's been quite overwhelming and and really uh, unbelievable how the community's come together as a family to deal with this crisis. Uh, Upperman specifically, uh, we, we've had uh, football, baseball, we've had tons of groups, soccer, 
FFA, just many, many groups that wanted to go out, and they went out to different neighborhoods and helped clear debris. They're going to see their friends who lost everything. And then on top of that, Mr. King, who's the interim director of schools, has a great plan for the next few days of helping those students who lost everything or partial or have needs. And we've uh, implemented that plan right now over all schools. We got tons of teachers volunteering to come help the next two days in the Baxter schools that will be open. And I believe Cane Creek also will be open from nine to two for any children that need to come in to get away from what's going on or their parents need to do a lot of business or anything they need open arms in these schools down here for the kids to come in and, uh, be a part of the school and, and hopefully get some normalcy out of it from this tragedy. But, um, yeah, the Upperman family and many other schools are participating, going out and helping the, the family here in Putnam County. Another testament to, to how many good people we have in this area. It's kind of hard to see that anybody commits any crime around here. So many people were doing so many good things. It's just blows you away when devastation happens, how many people come out and help. Thank, thank you and Mr. Pirtle for leaving those, uh, leading those efforts uh, on the Upperman campus with the administration and the students. Let's talk about the UCCC, Upperman Campus Community Council. Um, something that started, Eric, when, when did this concept for the council come about um, and why did it come about? That probably needs to be Billy because it's actually his start. Well, um, kind of where it came from when I was assigned to the high school I'd been assistant principal before, but I hadn't been principal, ultimately responsible for everything. Um, so I did a lot of research, visited several other highly successful schools in state and out of state. Uh, several of these high-performing schools did have school councils of stakeholders, whether it's parents, community members, elected officials, and they talk specifically about school academics and what we can do to, with attendance and many of those things. And as I thought more about it, I thought we have a good support system in this county for those types of things. So where in our, you know, every plan we're making for Upperman is about continuous improvement, whether it's academics, athletics, and now this is specifically facilities. And what I wanted to, what I envisioned, and it came much more than this, was a group of people who can create things on campus that stand the test of time that the Baxter people are going to be proud of. And that's kind of where I started. And then I contacted uh, Mr. Brown, who said he would love to help out with stuff now he's not on the school board. And I said, well, you're the chair of the Upperman Campus Community <laughs> Council. Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> and from that point on, we discussed what members need to be a part of that. And then we started discussing ideas through quarterly meetings. And then it came down to uh, what we have uh, completed on the campus now, which is the Veterans Monument that represents all Baxter citizens that have served or are serving uh, the United States military. So what is the council's mission? Well, so if, if you go actually to our Facebook page, there's the pretty version of it, and I'm not going to try to recount all the pretty version of it. But in short, um, the council's goal is to add those things to the campus and, you know, I think Billy said it well in saying test of time, um, that are above and beyond what their normal budget would be, obviously, for certain things. And also those things that just add to the meaning of the campus. The Upperman name has meaning. Baxter Seminary has meaning. 
the you, you know the reason there's a crest that has true vulnerability and service is not by accident. Those are real things. Those are things that we teach by. Those are things that we support our teams by. Those are things that our clubs work and honor. Um, so we need we were looking for projects and things that needed to be done that supported that atmosphere and that goal of a service minded student leader. And uh, so that's kind of where we started with that. And it, it, it just kind of became obvious that the, uh, the, the, the veterans monument was probably the first place to be just because there was some other things going on around that. Um, some things that, you know, Billy had already come, come around thinking about and it was like, this is the right time to start this. And, I mean, obviously the council is more than just doing that veterans monument, but it's about looking what pieces can we put in place that students, are going to, students community members, whoever's going to walk on that campus is going to walk around, they're going to see it, and they're going to think, wow, this is more than just a high school. This is more than just a middle school. This is more than just an ordinary school campus. We need them to walk away with the idea of what that community actually is and how important that community actually is. So that's kind of what we try to do. How do we add to that? How do we grow that? Well, I remember when you first came on as principal at Upperman High School, uh, you had actually gave, at the time, the head football coach, Coach Heron, a mission to get the field house named uh, Veterans Fieldhouse, and not only did did we just name it that, not only did the uh, school board and and that process go through, but you had the um um well my the all the armed forces listed on the fieldhouse with their seals, um, and it looks wonderful. And if people hadn't seen that, I think you should l- at least go by the fieldhouse and see it. It's because I get compliments as a not only as a commissioner and a, a citizen of the, an alumnus of Upperman High School, but that's amazing because you don't see a lot of fieldhouses across the state that are called Veterans Fieldhouse. So that was your first start as far as really shaping up that 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 side of the campus and and honoring our veterans. Yeah, absolutely. There there was a lot of discussion in the community about naming the field house, naming it after certain people, uh, heroes that came from Baxter. And there's so much lineage in Baxter. It's hard to choose one person for it to fairly reflect the community. So it was really um, coming down to honoring all the veterans. And um, that's kind of where we ended up going through the process with the community. This is not something I just did on my own. I consult it with everybody in this room right now and many others um, so that we make sure it matches the Baxter pride and the things that are important to their lineage. Campus looks completely different in my mind than before when you got there and where it is now, and that's a compliment. Um, I think it's great. So thank you for sparking the idea. Um, thank you for including us three and and on that. And I want to get to that. Um, who are the members of the council? I, I'm not going to test you eric i've got it right here brother you're a good uh, man i know i know I, I i didn't want to put you on the spot but those council members or board members of course eric brown he is our chairman and that was self-appointed by billy Ste- or that was appointed by billy steps so i think that's great. He, he volunteered before he knew it <laughs> there you go all in told lynn mckinney which, who's with us is our vice chair uh, myself i serve as secretary treasurer and and i love that part but eric and i we struggle with the state sometimes getting, getting paperwork filed and, and even people listening to us but 
Uh, I'm the secretary treasurer, Jeff Wilhite, who was former mayor of Baxter, a community member still. Jeff Harold, who's an alderman or now councilman, as they changed at City of Baxter. June Lewis, um, she's the director of the Baxter Visitor Center and Museum. She's also been a lifelong community member. John Martin is the last member. He's our current mayor of the City of Baxter. So those are your members, and Mr. Stepp and Mr. Pertle, uh, the principal at the middle school service, ad hoc members, I guess you could say, um, as their titles, actually ex officio members. So that's the that's kind of the group. Um, you've been, Billy, you and Shannon have been there pretty much every meeting to offer your input and what you see going forward. Is the council primarily focusing on the campus there, or is the camp, has the council discussed on reaching out from the campus uh, through the process so far? Well, the initial the initial focus was developing the current Upperman campus, and and I mean we've still. We've got we've still got a lot of projects there yet. I mean, we really haven't talked about uh, beyond the campus yet. But obviously, the the purpose of it is building that relationship with the community and and expanding that relationship with the community. You know, something that that Billy alluded to earlier. A lot of people of the younger generation, the oldest generation, uh, still remember this, but. Upperman and Baxter Seminary has a long, long history with veterans. I mean, the the old seminary campus was the site of the veteran school for those coming out of World War II and going through retraining. And even you know the servicemen after that, there was a there was a veteran school there to do you know I guess the trendy t- name we use now CTE, but whatever you would call it, vocational, whatever else, uh, to, to teach trades. You know, agriculture, uh, carpentry, things like that, and uh, so there's a long, long history with veterans and 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 that community tie-in. Everybody knew about Baxter Seminary in in, in that day and time because it was a focal point of the community. Sure. So, you know. Yes, the, the current Upperman campus is not the location of the old seminary, but, you know, even the old seminary grounds is starting to take a life of its own sure. now through some other projects. So I think there's a synergy going on with a lot of projects. And, and right now, you know, the council's going to be focus, focusing on the campus right now because we've still got a lot of projects there. But there's a, there's a lot going on around the community, around the history of Baxter Seminary and Upperman High School in Baxter. And we'll talk more about those projects coming up. Um, thank you for that lead-in. We're going to get back into the Veterans Memorial Monument when we come back. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM. It's 1600 AM. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. I have with me Eric Brown, principal from Upper High School, Billy Stepp, and school board member Lynn McHenry. Eric, I, I, I don't know official title to give you other than the former school board member, but you were on the school board and um, you're part of this council and actually our chair. Well, let's get back into the first project the council has actually started and completed, and we talked about that. Yeah, let's say completed. I like that term. Yeah, exactly, because this actually started – Billy, when did, when did we actually finally meet for the first time? It's been over two years, right? Yes, we met um, at the end of my first year or beginning of my second year. So yeah. it might – this might be coming on the third year. So it took a little bit of time for this project to be completed, but boy, was it worth it. I mean, um, I think the important thing now is the community sees what we can do and what we're trying to do. So I think future projects will, uh, there'll be people wanting to participate and be a part of those in many shapes and fashions. Cause this monument turned out very well, very and you kind of talked about it, but if I remember correctly, too, in those first meetings we had and we decided to go this route with the Veterans Memorial Monument, 
uh, or the Veterans Monument. Um, that was that was kind of sparked by you and influenced by you and your desire to to have that on campus. And that's why we decided to start with the Veterans Monument. Uh, it was uh, we thought it would be good for the community to see. Uh, we always want to honor our veterans. We always want to honor Baxter Seminary and Upperman High School because there's no Upperman High School without Baxter Seminary. And, and Eric, you're the historian on that more than anybody. Um, but that's kind of how that project started. And yeah, for Mr. Pertle and I, the community told us this was important through their participation on Veterans Day. Those are our biggest turnouts pro, for programs or whatever every year. Mr. Pertle and I recognized that, and we knew we have many, many children of veterans. We have many parents whose parents were veterans and the community comes out for that support so it wasn't just us guessing it really they really showed us and mr pearl and i aren't from baxter but they've shown us what they believe in what they're proud of and that's good and we're a proud community in, in upperman and baxter we we're passionate about our campus and our community and, and it's good they're giving you feedback lynn you've been left out a little bit but not on purpose um what does the monument look like and where is it located okay so uh we uh, dis- had decided that to enhance the campus in this area around uh, the football field, that uh, it was going to be a good location to kind of have it where you entered uh, the the gates. And so we talked about which side to put it on, uh, which side of the field house to put it on, where to locate it. And uh, we looked at several different plans, uh, and we wanted to make sure that uh, this wasn't done spur of the moment, that there was plenty of – uh, planning done, plenty of, of study done to make sure that every part of this monument would enhance the campus and would also leave a, an impression for those that were coming to visit, uh, you know, a positive impression and let them know how much we care uh, for our veterans. And obviously, as we've said, the history there with our veterans, it kind of uh, made it easy to decide what to do first uh, because it's like, okay, we got to do something on our veterans. That's number one. That's got so much history there. So, we come up with this idea of uh, uh, deciding to build this monument to have these uh, pillars uh, located there at the entrance gates to the football field. And uh, there's lots of different things that went into this this planning uh, and and even stuff that didn't particularly belong to the monument itself. But uh, I know Billy got some refencing done uh, around it. So, so many things have added to it. And we do plan to do some more as far as uh, landscaping and things like that to continue to enhance it. But as far as the monument itself goes, we are uh, just so pleased with how it turned out. Uh, And the reason it turned out the way it did is because we had so much uh, commitment from others uh, to raise the money to be able to do it. So this was not a cheap endeavor. Understand that uh, this there's four uh, large monument stones uh, that are in this this circle, and uh, uh, they're on the campus. And these stones each weigh over three thousand pounds. So uh, and they're solid granite. Uh, that's nothing cheap. I can assure you of that. And uh, it took a lot of work uh, just for the guys to move them to set them up. And uh, to get all the names etched on them, and I think Eric's probably going to talk about that even more, about the names that are on the monuments. But uh, these four monuments, uh, we wanted them to look nice, and we had this idea of, hey, let's let's do it in granite, and let's make it uh, really presentable uh, to the community so that they can have something to be proud of. And it turned out just amazing. And we had a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of good uh, volunteer work. We had uh, people to come in and work for, you know, for nothing and just to, just to uh, uh, 
glad to be there and help out where they could. And we had uh, lots of supplies donated or concrete or, uh, you know, a lot of our uh, materials that we needed. Our lighting, which was huge, had some uh, great uh, lighting, and, and that was all designed uh, and uh, and so that was done for, for free, and that was a huge point uh, uh, that we wanted to make sure that it was well lit at night. And so all those things have been uh, kind of just come together for us. We've been blessed to be able to, to bring all this project together and see this. Now, one thing I think I'll mention uh, here because you asked about the, the monument itself, these, these four pillars, uh, four stones, truth, honor, loyalty, service. I don't know if there's a better time uh, than to talk about those things than now, you know, when, whether it's through great things that occur at Upperman high school, which are all the time that we see, whether it's through academics or clubs or sports or, uh, whatever, whatever it may be, we have great things going on, but also in, in tough times in hard times, like we've seen this past week, those four words mean so much. And we try to make sure that the kids, I know Billy does a fabulous job Getting them to understand what it means to have truth, honor, loyalty, and service, and you could easily see that service in the help that the uh, that Upperman uh, wanted to bring when the community needed it, and that's so critical. Uh, and what better way to display that than on these stones with these veterans' names? I mean, it just it coincides with exactly who Upperman is. I agree. Um, couldn't be it's better said. Appreciate that. And the process, it's even though it feels like it's been long, and that's and like Lynn said, plenty of planning, but it's been worth it. Um, is is there another area, another campus in the county that has anything like this? Uh, to my knowledge, uh, no, that I know of. Um, I don't. There's very few schools that I've been to in the state that have anything. Uh, similar to what we have here. I mean, I'm sure uh, the, every school has a lot of pride and they want to put, you know, things into their campus, but this is this is special. It's special to Upperman. How many names are on the stones, Eric? We're at about 550. And so this? Right, right, right at 550, and, and uh, there'll be more. I mean, there'll be more. We'll, we'll talk about how we'd get those names. Sure. But, um, the initial list, I think we got up to close to 550 names. And these um, are all names of people that have served or are serving yeah. in the United States military. Yes. That went through Baxter Seminary or Upperman High School. And uh, Baxter Seminary ended what year? 1959. And Upperman High School. And then the next semester, Upperman High School started. So for as long as. Arnold, with Arnold Brown as the principal. Right. And Baxter Seminary has actually started what year? So we have a book from 1914 that was their program of study. Uh, the Uppermans would show up in the early 20s uh, to take over the school, actually to shut down the school, more to the point. They were sent to shut down the school, and Dr. Upperman went back and said, no, we're not going to do that, and here's what we're going to do. And apparently whoever it was he told said yes. Um, but um, so, yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking over 100 years of history at this point that is embodied in many of the names that are listed there. And and by no means is that list comprehensive that we have. These are the names that we've collected over nearly two and a half years of asking people, fewer's being put out in a, in a, I would be, you know, remiss if I did not give a shout out to Carol Bradford and all the work that she did uh, with the archives and, and, and helping us curate all these names and pull all this stuff together and all the verification she did. I mean, she, it was incredible 
um, all the work that she went through and the people she knew to ask. So, you know, it's a, it, it it's an amazing thing. And, you know, one little story, something that Lynn brought up about the shape of the stones, I didn't even really, I hadn't thought about this till just now. See, when we first started this project, we kept talking about a veteran's wall, a veteran's wall. We kept calling it the wall, kept calling it the wall. And where we got to was honestly, uh, one night I'm showing my wife, Donna, here's what we're talking about. And she gave me this look and she said, why has it got to be a wall? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? Why has it got to be a wall? It's a veteran's. Why has it got to be a wall? I said, well, what would it be if it wasn't a wall? Give me a minute. She starts looking at stuff and drawing. She said, here. And she ended up, I said, you drew Stonehenge. What are you doing? She said, no, look. And we started looking at it, and she said, it's four pillars. Isn't it truth, honor, loyalty, service? Of course, now she's reciting it back to me. And I said, yeah. She said, you now have your four pillars. And it's like, dude. Yep. This is it. Yep. Yeah. You know, how could it be anything else after that point? Exactly. And we started, and I'm saying, okay, I got to go talk to folks. And I brought it to Billy, brought it to Lynn, started talking to folks about it. It's like, how could it be anything else? Yeah, and I remember that night. Not only did she come up with that idea, I think she fed us food that night, too. So she's been very <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Process. I am the one that cooked that <laughs> meal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you, know, you know, and I was grateful for that one question because, you know, sure. how could this have been anything but the pillars and what it is now. It yep. means so much more like it is. And it looks amazing. We'll get back in the last segment we come up on how you, if anybody listening uh, has somebody you want to include and what fundraising has been like and how you can contribute. You're listening to News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers, your host. I continue visiting with Eric Brown, Billy Stepp, and Lynn McHenry, all members of the Upperman Campus Community Council, and that's been our discussion today. We're talking about the Veterans Monument that we've um, that's been put on the campus and it's recently been completed. The dedication date has not been announced yet, but it will be soon. Uh, we talked about the process, uh, heard a good story from Eric, and, and, I, and I'm going to say for me, uh, and this is personal for me, not only because I'm part of the council, but me being there and going to Upperman and seeing how everything's shaped out and how much everything's improving. It was a little bit emotional for me the day Lynn texted me and said, it's done. As soon as he texted me that, I went to the school, uh, met I met you, Billy, and we talked about it. And it's just, just amazing. One of the things, and I know you didn't mean to leave it out, Lynn, but there's something else you didn't talk about uh, as far as the monument goes. And it's right in the middle. Oh, yeah. One of the great things, and, and we – we're going to do a little bit more work right around this area to, to enhance it even more. But we have the Upperman seal right in the middle of this circle uh, in between all of the, the pillars, the stones and uh, the Upperman seal is there. And uh, it is, it was just amazingly done. Von monuments did a fabulous job on uh, uh, etching that. And it just kind of sets off the whole uh, area there where the, where the stones are. So that's, that's kind of the centerpiece you might yeah. say which is great and uh, when we right when we got it done uh, I had text me in and you I encourage anybody given an opportunity to go by campus uh, and take some time because this is uh, I thought I would just sit back and say yeah this is nice and then get back in my car but you don't do that mm -hmm. you start looking at these names and before you know it you know these people you know a lot of these people, and uh, of course, I have an uncle that that served, uh, graduated, and served, and uh, 
Roy McHenry in the in the Marine Corps, and so I immediately you know like okay where where's he at and you find his name and then you relate him with the ones around him and then oh wait i graduated in 88 who's there you know and you start looking at all these people and you really are uh it's a sense of pride because of the you know the service that uh, these people have have given yep so i'm glad you mentioned vine monument because they're the ones that put these together, etched the names, got the stones for us. They've been wonderful to work with. Uh, just a true pleasure for me and to deal with them and work with them and talk to them. I'm going to brag on all of you because um, all three of you and the rest of the members of the council have been a big part of the success, and your spouse has been a big part of it. My spouse has been a part of it. Amy, she's she actually helped with a couple fundraisers for the reindeer market we've had on campus, her and, and Leslie Heron and some others. Uh, we're a big part of raising money. I mean, that's raised alone over $2,000, those fundraisers. And that was uh, about 20% of the cost, really. Yeah. And that's huge. So, And Lynn's wife, Gina, has been a part of that and helping out with those fundraisers. Um, so, I'd like to also mention both faculties on campus, middle school and high school, raised almost $2,000. Yes, I was, teachers. I was oh, getting yeah. to that because y'all, y'all gave them an option. I think Gene Day maybe was part of that. and Several different options yeah. to donate to the monument. Yeah, so I was going to get to that too. We've had so many other people, some banks that's contributed, Putnam First Mercantile, uh, BPC, uh, bought the food and supplies for us to sell hamburgers and hot dogs and let us keep all the money. Uh, builder the, supply. Builder supply. Uh, with donated a lot of concrete. concrete uh, Chance Heron and Top Notch Landscaping yep. not only gave a cash donation, but did some of the grading work uh, to set the concrete exactly. for the pillars. Considerably. Uh, uh, Maffet Loftus Engineering, who did the whole design for us uh, with the lighting and uh, Phillips lighting that, that donated a lot. So There's yeah. been a lot of people. but uh, There's a whole host of people that were individual donations that yes. just individually wanted yep. to be a part of this in some way that – it's amazing. But I am going to brag on little Land a little bit as well, so don't be jealous because he's not going to brag on himself. And I, I got to brag on him for two reasons. One, all I do is give him a hard time in life in general. Every time I call him, <laughs> I'm fussing at him about something. We need this. County needs that. I need this. But Lynn uh, not only worked hard to get the lighting for free, basically, uh, got reduced costs for infrastructure and free concrete and stuff like that. Had some of his workers uh, work there and help, and I and actually did some work himself. And so he's not going to admit it. He's not going to brag about it. But this project had everybody involved. And Lynn, I appreciate what you've done. Your experience in the construction uh, and your construction career has really been valuable to the council. So thank you for that. Uh, it's an honor. Yeah, I, and I know you feel that way, and you never even talk about anything you've done there, but you've been a big part of that. Billy, the, the whole idea was started with you. I'm so grateful for that. Eric, you've been kind of the leader on this council and, and managing things and texting me and saying, hey, we got to get this in, or we, you know, we need to do this. And basically all I've done is sign some checks and fill out some forms, um, try to raise some money. We've all been a big part of that. The names on the monument. So we have 550 over. How do If somebody wants a name to be on there, how do they get the name on that monument? Okay, so several ways that can be accomplished. Uh, if you go to the Facebook page, you can use the direct message feature there to send a message, and it will get to me. Um, or you can go directly to Carol Bradford at the uh, County Archives. She's been a coordination point for a lot of this, and Carol uh, has been gracious enough to – 
agreed to continue to be that coordination point. So you can also send them to uh, Carol Bradford at the archives. But uh, either one of those will work. I mean, we're going to continue to collect names. This is not one and done. Uh, we fully realized that there was going to be another batch of names after we came out with the initial group. And the plans are to continue to collect names. And then every so often, whether that's six months, whether that's a year, whatever that is, we will do an update with the newest set of names that, that we have. Uh, if you go out there and take a look, you'll notice there's a few of the faces don't have names on. There's a reason for that because right. we knew there's going to be more names. That's right. Um, so we'll be collecting names. And that includes ones, uh, sorry to interrupt, no, that includes good. ones that are going to continue to serve. I mean, somebody that goes to the military this year, uh, you know, that name will be collected. So it's a continued effort. So uh, even those that are going to be in the military in the future are going to have their names there too. Absolutely. So speaking of the names, let's move on to how people can donate because you got to maintain this current monument. And we're, we're obviously here. We're not one and done. Uh, Mr. Stepp, we're not one and done here. We're continuing to improve the campus. So we'll talk about the next project in just a second. I want you to make that announcement. But how can people donate? Easy. They didn't write me a big check. No. Um, <laughs> if you go to the Facebook, there, there are several ways you can make this easy. So if you go to the Facebook page for the Upperman Campus Community Council, uh, there is a donate button there. Uh, it is all secure. It goes through PayPal. That way you get a receipt. It, it, it is tax deductible. We are a 501c3, so any donations made to us, you can use as a tax deduction. But so you can donate from there. Also, from time to time, we'll do posts. Various members will do posts on Facebook, and we'll put a donate button there. That goes through that same mechanism. Uh, that being said, uh, they can also bring donations to the school and leave them with Mr. Stepp or Mr. Pirtle over at the middle school. We will collect them from there. So there's a multitude of ways that that we can collect those funds, and you know we'll make sure it gets receipted so that you know if if you do want to use it for a tax donation or excuse deduction, forgive me, we don't donate taxes, <laughs> right? Um, We'll make sure that, that happens. That's a, that's <laughs> well, well, that's another, maybe some of it. Yeah, that's yeah, another show. That's another show. That's a whole other show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so in, any way like that, absolutely. Because um, okay. we've got so much more work to do. And yeah, we we can use your, your donations at any time. We have about a minute left, Billy. What's the next project officially for the council and for the well, campus? The next project, and this comes from speaking with many alumni and, and people in the community, they always had a lot of fond memories about spending time on the U in front of the old school. So what uh, what we'd like to do is construct the U uh, in front of the high school to continue students being able to create memories and it be a part of the, the heritage of Baxter Seminary in Upperman. Perfect. I do want to thank uh, the school board for allowing us to do this because all this had to go through them, the plans yes. and the approvals. So thank you to Putnam County School Board for approving this. Thank you so much to all those people that have contributed. Uh, this is just a really good project. It's something that it's one of the best things I've ever been a part of uh, in my life is to see this happen. If you're interested in looking at it, it's at the Upperman High School campus. What's that address, Billy? 6950 Nashville Highway. In Baxter. And so come see it. Uh, when you come to a football game next year, you're going to walk right through it, and uh, hopefully that you'll feel the same way we do. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my producer, Billy Mack. Gentlemen, thank you all for being here. Y'all been wonderful guests. Uh, we'll have you back at some point, maybe when the next project's finished, uh, if, if, if we can get time to do that. Thank you so much. You've been listening to News Talk 94.1 FM. It's 16 a.m. I hope you all have a good day, and we'll see you next week. Go Bees.